It just wouldn't be a Monday morning if I didn't put on the headset and do a little pinball podcast for you guys. I got to take advantage of this small window I have with head-to-head pinball being delayed because of Ryan's travels. Um, Look, I want to do a little, little, little podcast this morning because there's not much news going on, and I think we're going to see a lot of news tomorrow. If the rumors are true that Iron Maiden Legacy of the Beast is going to be unveiled tomorrow, I want to talk about that teaser video that you guys watched on Saturday and give my reaction to that. I also want to talk about the big thing happening today, which is Spooky Pinball accepting orders in five minutes time. Now that'll be a little bit later. I'm I'm sorry, like when this airs, it'll probably already have happened. So 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, um, I think is when they're taking orders. Maybe it was 8 a.m. Central Time, which is, yeah, which is 9 a.m. New York Time. So that's big, big news. And I think more and more people are starting to realize the situation when it comes to pre-ordering pinball machines and how all these different companies have different um, methods in which they will allow you to secure your title. Now, I want to let's start with Iron Maiden because I really have to say something that may not make some of you happy out there, but I literally was embarrassed being a pinball enthusiast reading Pinside this weekend. I was embarrassed by people's complaining by their crying, by their moaning and groaning about what they got on Saturday when it came to that little teaser video for Legacy of the Beast, which just basically showed uh, the logo and confirmed that it's coming out by Stern. And it was the worst kept secret. You know, it's like the Stern even need to invest money in a teaser knowing that everyone already knows the game is coming out. Everyone already knows it's Keith Elwin. Everyone already knows it's Zombie Yeti on artwork. But here's the thing, people. When you're crying about a teaser video, what did you expect? It's a teaser video. Do you remember the teaser video for Game of Thrones? Very similar with just the ball rolling across the Game of Thrones map, and that's all they did. This isn't meant to show the game. This isn't meant to reveal the game. It's just meant to tell you, hey, guess what? You're right. It's coming out. Here's a little video to just confirm that. That's all it was meant to be. And I think a lot of you out there uh, were expecting way more than you got, and then you complained about it. And I have to say, as the weather gets nicer, I don't know about you guys, but as the weather gets nicer, and I spend more and more of my time outside, engaged in the real world, the more and more pathetic posts on Pinside seem to me. Because these guys, wherever they are, in America, they're all over the place. They're, they're spread out all over America. People complaining about pinball machine teaser videos on a Saturday really indicates to me that some of you guys just need to shut the computer down, go grab a beer, go out with your friends, and get a life. Seriously, get a life. Because some of this stuff people complain about absolutely is embarrassing, and it really doesn't happen in most of the other hobbies I'm a part of. I I really do feel like pinball people, some of them literally lock themselves in their room with a computer and and, and pin side is their life. Now, what, what did you expect Stern to do? I mean, just take it for what it is. Now, what we'll probably get is what we normally get from Stern, which is a media exclusive 
breaking of the reveal. So usually they go to someone like IGN, they give them all the assets, they give them high-res images, and the game will be revealed with a news story. If, if that's going to happen, it normally does happen on a Tuesday. Did I not say on my podcast that you are never going to get a game revealed on a Saturday? I said it. And what happened? You didn't. You will never see a game revealed on a Saturday unless it is at a pinball show. But you are never going to see Stern most likely reveal a game on a Saturday. And even remember, even when they revealed stuff at Chicago Expo, we, we, we received the information and the images on that Tuesday, Wednesday. They're always going to make sure that a reveal occurs when the media... Uh, is paying attention and they just don't pay attention on the weekends to this kind of stuff all right okay so let's let's put that in the past okay let's talk today about something i think is really interesting because we've never quite seen a company do it this way and we're talking about the 500 alice cooper nightmare castles that are right now at this moment as i speak it is 9 a.m new york time the email order banks are open to get on your list for getting Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. Now, I'm not going to go down. Charlie did a great job of summarizing on Pinside all the different elements that go into someone's order, how they're going to handle it. Basically, the way it works is it's the, the first 500 uh, orders they get will be where the games are allocated. If you are a previous spooky purchaser, um, you will be bumped uh, to, a, to a, um, a faster build date. So you'll get your game quicker, um, but you, you, they won't let you take someone else's game. Um, when you order a game, it's your game. Okay, there's an order build sheet with, with a bunch of stuff you can get. Everything from shaker motor to mirror blades to butter cabinets. Um, you know, so there's things you can put in the game that uh, would make it personalized to you. And because of that personalization, uh, your $1,000 deposit is non-refundable. Now, this is the big, big thing that I've been reading about, that people don't feel like they have enough to go on, all right? Enough videos, enough gameplay impressions, enough feedback uh, to make up their mind. And I, I have to agree that it is really, really hard to be asked to give money in a non-refundable way on something you've never played before, something you've never even seen played very much before and something that's also not complete yet right so people are saying oh i don't like the way alice cooper sounds he sounds kind of monotone what 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 right um but the reality is there's 700 alice cooper clips recorded for this machine and i i you've ha- you've heard how many maybe a dozen so I, I, I think it's way too early to say the game lacks any personality. Uh, and I also think the gameplay video that Charlie put up uh, to show you, you know, how the game has flow and this and that and some of the shots, uh, that's probably not enough for these pinball enthusiasts to know, hey, I'm in. And so I think we're at a little bit of an interesting dilemma today. And this has never really been done before. Remember, there's no other company out there that has taken um, non-refundable deposits. Now, if we go back and we think about where did this come from? So when you, rem- when you remember, um, if you remember, sorry, not <laughs> if you remember Rob Zombie. So Rob Zombie was a game where they took $1,000 deposits on, 
but the deposits when Rob Zombie was announced were refundable, okay? So all 300 spots for Rob Zombie filled up very quickly, but those deposits initially were refundable. Now what happened is, midway through Rob Zombie manufacturing uh, and the production of Rob Zombie, certain customers ordered games a certain way, and then they backed out when Chuck and Co. went to ship them their game, and they said, you know what, I don't want it anymore, I want my money back. Now that created a nightmare situation for Charlie because now he's got this game that he built to a certain customer's specification and now that customer backs out. So now he has to go find another buyer who also wants the game exactly that way and that's difficult. The other thing that happened that became hard is that Rob Zombie feedback wasn't the best, right? So the game wasn't getting the best reviews and people were a little bit lukewarm. And so midway through the production of Rob Zombie, you had a lot of people bailing to go get other stuff that was being uh, reviewed better or was getting better ratings or it was just more fun for them. And so, and then it, it, it actually became difficult to get someone to take over your Rob Zombie spot. So somewhere along the line, Chuck said, like, you know, we have to make these non-refundable. You order Rob Zombie the way you want it, your $1,000, you know, it's non-refundable. So that is carried over. That is carried over to the beginning of orders for Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle. Now, this has never been done before, where, where the initial deposit on a game to reserve your game is non-refundable. I've never seen another pinball manufacturer try this approach. Will this work is the question, right? And we don't have any past um, examples to point to to say whether or not it would work. Uh, I think that... Uh, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks because here's why. Here's why. It's Monday, all right? And now we feel like Iron Maiden is about to be announced on Tuesday. We also have looming in the future uh, Monster Bash Remake, okay? So you've got three titles in, in a very close proximity to each other, and I'm not even mentioning Houdini's, which are now shipping. So that's four titles. Um, Batman 66 is also becoming great. Five titles, right? So there's a lot of places to put your money. Total Nuclear Annihilation, six titles. It keeps going. The list keeps going and going and going. And so if you're someone and you're about to buy a pinball machine, are you going to buy a game that you can jump on and know you're going to get um, immediate satisfaction because you know you like the game? Are you going to go in on a stern game like Iron Maiden, which if you go in on Iron Maiden, there's a good chance you're not going to have to wait a very long time to get the game because the other part of Alice Cooper's Nightmare Castle, and this is, you know, this has always been the spooky way, they're a small family-run business. So it's going to take them 18 months to build all 500 Alice Cooper Nightmare Castles. Now, that's a year and a half from now. A year and a half from now, if you think about the amount of pinball machines that will be built, that will be available, that you will know about. I mean, 18 months from now, we could quite possibly even know about Toy Story. So that's the thing is, do you, are you okay waiting that long? And are you okay having your money non-refundable? Like you're gonna, you have to take the game or you have to find someone to take your spot. Uh, I think here's the thing is, A, I want to say that I think Charlie has made his best product to date. I think the response to it will be very, very stellar. Um, B, I don't think there's enough information out there for people to be 100% certain this is the game for them. C, 
I think Hilton and Wise Snow should be told by Charlie to stop convincing everybody the game shoots great because he has zero credibility on the forums and I think he actually hurts buyers. If I was Charlie, I would tell him to just stand down because every time he tries to convince you, it, it makes people run in the other direction because of his history. Um, D, I think Charlie probably has learned a lesson that marketing is really important here, especially when you're going to ask for a non-refundable deposit. I really do think he needed to have more ready to go. And also, if you're going to ask people for non-refundable on day one, you might have to wait a little bit longer until the game is more further along before you reveal the thing. And so that's just, it's just going to be interesting to see where it all pans out. Again, I don't know which way it's going to go. Um, do I think he's going to get all 500 orders on day one? You know, that's $500,000 on day one in terms of deposits. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think all will go that way. I think people will be fairly confident that distributors will have a bunch of games for sale, that there's no need to lock your money in. Um, I also, I, I think that, you know, I don't know if this system is going to work. I, I, I'll tell you why. Uh, I'm, I have a deposit down on Pirates of the Caribbean Collector's Edition, a game, for the most part, I've been able to play at shows a few times. Uh, it is a $1,000 deposit and it is 100% refundable. At any point, I feel I want to change my mind, something happens in life, I want to move in a different direction, I can go get my money back from my distributor. And so I gave that money over pretty, you know, without a doubt, without hesitation, because what's the, you know, I don't need to worry. Um, and also, it's for the most part, a collector's edition is, it's made one way. So I think a possible solution for Chuck is, just make the games one way and don't allow customization, then you don't have to lock people into their customized machine. Uh, the devil's advocate in me says, well, people want to order games they want to, the way they want to order games, and I do like customization. I, I think the, the DIY um, trend is everywhere. I can order a car the way I want. I can go get custom clothes made the way I want. Why can't I order a really expensive pinball machine the way I want? So I do agree with, with his approach there. So I think it's going to be an interesting day. I, I would love for Charlie to come on the show soon. I, I think he said he would. I, um, I'd love to talk about it. I'd love to see how it went because I'm just curious from a marketing standpoint how that worked out. Uh, I think if, if any company has been a little bit more transparent in terms of how many sales they got and how much interest they got in games, I, I think Spooky Pinball has been that way. With Stern, we never know. We never know what numbers they're talking about and when, right? So I'll say this. I do wish Chuck and family a lot of luck today and I wish them um, many many orders to come in I do think they care about the pinball community and I think they care about the pinball enthusiast and I and I think you know they've worked hard to get a game uh, better for all of you out there now whether it's your cup of tea or not I haven't played it enough I played one ball on it I, I can't give my assessment of it uh, I look forward to playing it in the future uh, and I think for you guys out there who wants something new in your collection, it's a new pinball machine. And we know a lot of you, pinballs like crack and you just have to buy every new thing that comes out, so you might as well buy this, right? Um, the butter cabinets are interesting because uh, Charlie does recommend that you pick up the game uh, because if anything happens when you scratch the butter cabinet, that's it, you're, you're out of luck. So be very careful when you move those into your home. Something else on this little short podcast I wanna talk about, and this is something that 
if we do hear about Iron Maiden tomorrow, if it does get revealed tomorrow, I think it's safe to say that Stern purposely... There, I, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And again, I could just... I can almost like hear like George Gomez listening to this. But how much could Stern really have changed in the game less than two weeks from TPF? They couldn't have brought what they're going to show tomorrow to TPF to show it. And that's just, that's just my thing. Now, the thing is this. If, if what they reveal is just a little gameplay video with images, which is probably what they will reveal, no one's going to jump on and play the game and exploit it for whatever it's missing. So they can control that much easier. It's much more difficult for Stern to control bringing a game to a show and then saying to people you can't play it like they did with Batman and then they have to listen to people complain about that. So this is a much easier way for them to not go to TPF, release after the fact, steal the thunder from all the games that were shown at TPF. And, you know, Stern is like, once the game's on the line, the game's on the line. I mean, these games are going to be cranking out real soon. This is not going to be... I I do think we're going to see code pretty complete on Iron Maiden when it ships. I don't think we're going to see another, uh, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or Batman situation here. All right? All right. Anything else going on in the pinball world? That's pretty much it. This is going to be a short one. Uh, It's going to be a short one. And I don't know about you guys, but I really am looking forward to the weather turning warmer. I had the demon out for a little bit this weekend and I drove into like a, it like started like snowing on the way back. I was, I couldn't believe it. I should not be driving in this weather, but I'm just so anxious to get out. Uh, I encourage all of you to get out more. I, I've been reading Pinside and I have to say the, the climate, the climate is getting like, it's just the same toxicity from the same people all the time. I don't know about you, but I just don't enjoy reading that site anymore. I don't. I like the club threads where people actually make amazing mods for games and chime in on and helping people fix stuff. Uh, but whenever there's these like new pin threads, it's the same losers with no life who chime in day in and day out. It's like these guys check pin side 10 times a day and it's really unhealthy and it's much healthier to just maybe read This Week in Pinball, maybe catch up on a podcast or two, maybe play pinball a few times a week, and then actually go out and enjoy your life while you still have it. We all only live once, and it'd be a shame to waste the majority of your hours on a pinball forum or just even playing pinball when there's so much else to do in the world. Get to that point where you can balance it all and you'll be much happier. That's just my advice as I look out and it's a sunny, beautiful day here in New York City. Everybody, everybody, let's see how the pre-order model works. Let's get ready for Iron Maiden and let's have a great spring. Oh, and by the way, I am off to Ireland tomorrow, tomorrow night. So you might not get as many pinball podcasts from me as you do in the past. But actually, you know what? They have Wi-Fi there and I'm going to bring the computer and the headset. So what am I talking about? You may even get, remember the old days when I used to get drunk in Ireland and go on Pinside and start PayPaling people money? Those were the good old days, the halcyon days of Pinside. Now it's turned into just a dumpster dive. Everyone have a great day. (laughs) 